0: Hello and welcome back. Today is January 17th, 2021, and the topic of this episode is How Young Are You? This is a sensitive topic for some. Age. I am a true believer that age is just a number, and that number is and will be what you make it to be. Personally, 99% of the time I forget about age my own or others. It really doesn't cross my mind very much, except when I encounter a situation where I can't help but think about it. Today, I want to talk about age and why it does not matter at all. Or does it? One of my inspirations for this podcast comes from this. When do you stop caring? About your health, that is. I encounter people of all ages that have various health concerns or health goals. My youngest client ever since I started doing this has been a 14 year old boy with type one diabetes. My oldest client so far has been 88. And I have consulted many people, clients, patients, and just friends and family of all ages in between. Regardless of the concern or the goal a person has, my number one priority is lifelong health and a healthy lifestyle. When I provide guidance to people, one common question is, um, so after I'm done with my plan, X number of weeks or months, depending on the individual and their concern. And when I go to maintenance phase, How often would you say it is okay to have um, ice cream or something that I usually advise against? Maintenance phase, what is that really? Maintaining what? Let's talk about cars again. I love cars, not just for sake of cars, but because a comparison between our care for our health and our care for our cars always puts things in a better perspective. So would you say you change the oil in your car every 3,000 miles or so or whenever it is recommended, rotate the tires or get new tires when needed and do the usual care so that it runs as long as possible without many issues? So would you say it it is a constant and ongoing maintenance? What is maintenance phase for your car? All the time, right? You don't stop changing oil or getting the needed services or putting the right fuel in your car after a certain number of years or miles, would you? You always keep it up until the car stops running. Or in most cases, you buy a new car when the current one starts having too many problems that is way too costly to fix. Well, the truth is our bodies are just like our cars and require constant maintenance. But just like you would never put sand in your tank of your car, no matter how old it is or how often, you would not want to put junk in your body either. So the concept of maintenance phase for your body is very different in my book. The concept of occasional cheat is unacceptable, just like it is unacceptable for you to put sand in your tank or run your car into a tree unless you are trying to wreck it. Now, the good news about your car is that you can and will be able to replace your old car or your abused or neglected or wrecked car. Your one and only body, well, you're stuck with that one. no buying another one. so how long do you want to function properly? How long will you maintain it? Your body that is a client of mine who is not even thirty years old asked me this question recently. Is it really ho- it is really hard to deal with stress sometimes when all I want to do is eat some comfort food and smoke a little bit of pot. How bad is it, Dr. Lolly, if I only do that once a month when stress gets really high in my life? Only once a month or so. Well, I will not even get into the idea of smoking pot to relieve stress or pain or anything, really. That is an entirely separate issue that needs a lot more time and I will not be nice about it, ever. Comfort food, okay, what is that? I would like to know who coined the term comfort food, and I would like to give them a piece of my mind. Until then, (laughs) I will tell you this, what I really think. In reality, it is a made-up excuse to tell people it is okay to mess up. I usually ask, what is comfort food for you? Sweets, cakes, soft gooey cookies for some, salty, crunchy snacks for others, soda, beer, other alcohol for many. So in reality, there is no single kind of food, taste, texture, or even form that is to be defined as comfort food. There is literally no logic, reason, or science behind comfort food. It is what people want to cheat with, and they just need an excuse to cheat. It is like the excuse you hear people give you when they are caught cheating on their spouse or significant other or a loved one. This is sad, but true. And I quote, we were falling apart and I slipped and cheated. I made a mistake, end quote, or worse, worse yet, quote, my spouse has been terminally ill and I just needed some comfort, intimacy, or companionship that I could not get from my spouse, End quote. That is despicable and absolutely wrong. Some, myself included, would even say it's disgusting, right? So, it really doesn't matter why or who they cheat with, what that person looks like, how old they are, It is the act of cheating. It is wrong. The concept of cheating yourself with junk food is just as bad. It is not the type of junk food you eat when you cheat. It is the act of cheating. It is wrong. It amazes me that we would never think about it this way because we don't think of ourselves as a person that we could potentially hurt. Doesn't matter how, or with what, or with whom, it is the hurt we cause. So how often is it okay to cheat you? You know my answer. How often is it okay to cheat your spouse or significant other? I don't care how young you are and how many years you think you have ahead of you. The young person I'm talking about stopped to think for a minute. Then he said, hmm, when you put it that way, it makes sense. Here's another story. An 83-year-old individual who thinks of themselves as generally healthier than most people their age. This person recently discovered their high cholesterol profile and was advised to take the statins. In my opinion, the cholesterol levels for this person is absolutely and 100% corrected with proper nutrition, avoiding toxic foods, alcohol, and proper hydration. No statins needed, I promise. But here's the dilemma. At 83, do I really have to quit drinking? And how much damage does a piece of pizza do once a week? What if I eat generally good all week and have an ice cream once or twice a month? I mean, I'm old after all. At this age, does it really matter? The age. Does it matter? Well, I will say this. I have seen people in their 90s in better overall health than some in their 30s. More importantly, I ask you this. Do you want to age gracefully? and be independent for as long as you are alive? Or at some point, will you give up caring about you? Do you ever stop caring about your loved ones, those you really love? At what age would you say, Okay, you are now too old for me to care about you. Goodbye. Would you say that to an older person in your life? At what age do you stop caring about you? At what age do you give up on you? At what age is a toxic food more important than you? At what age are you willing to let your body deteriorate and let your mental capacity diminish when you are forced to be 100% dependent on your loved ones, your children, and your prescription medications that pile up on top of each other? What if you could delay that or even completely avoid it? It is very possible. I have known many in their 90s living happily independent, very few if any medications at all, and mentally sharp. It is possible. I do not have children or dependents. But one of my biggest goals in life is to be healthy, stay healthy, and die healthy so that I am not a burden to anyone for as long as possible or even a day, until the day I die. So how long are you planning to stay healthy? What is the appropriate age for you to give up on your health? Or are you planning to live healthy for life? I know I sound harsh sometimes, well maybe often, But I also feel that someone needs to verbalize the truth about our health and how unhealthy behaviors have not only become okay and forgiven, but they are promoted as a remedy or reason for stress, sadness, happiness, celebration, old age, or whatever excuse one can come up with to forgive and justify their unhealthy behavior. Let me be that nagging voice. I'm okay with that. I am like the parent with tough love that I will not sugarcoat it. I will say it as it is. And I do so because I care about your health. Our health. The health of our communities, our species, and our planet. No matter what your reason... And no matter how old you are, your health is always my number one priority. So reach out if I can help, if I can answer a burning question. Challenge me, inspire me. I need them all. And thank you for listening today and every week. And thanks to those who provide me with inspiration for these episodes. So listen, reach out and send me your thoughts here's how. Reach me at my email, contact at com, or message me on Facebook, Dr. Lolly PhD. Until then, to your health and happiness.